How are you this fine evening, Grant? Pretty good. I had a bit of a fear there right as I said my name and clapped that I was like, oh my god, I'm about to sneeze. (laughs) And then I stifled it. Well, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. It could have been. Like, what if it was a real big sneeze and just like it eliminated all life on Earth because it made the air move so fast that like it started like nuclear reactions or something and they ran away and ignited the atmosphere on fire or something. Counterpoint, (laughs) you holding it in makes it even worse when it inevitably comes out later this episode. Yeah, but at least we'll have recorded episode uh, 100 and whatever this is by the time the world's or at least part of it. It'll make me feel better. <laughs> so I'm not going to So other intelligent grave. life in the universe can hopefully recover my hard drive and say, finally, The Lost Archives, episode 122. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also just so that, like, I don't have to go to the grave, like, having unfinished business, you know? True. I suppose, yeah. So if you sneeze, it can't really... The shockwave couldn't really propagate faster, much faster than, like, the speed of sound, I would imagine. At least not not close to the speed of light. We can at least agree on that. Yes. Right? So it's going to be, you know, sub like 2,000 miles an hour. So if I hear this sneeze and and you cut out, then that still gives me a good amount of time to like quickly export everything, get a record of this, upload it somewhere, warn everybody in the greater Chicago area, (laughs) or or at least in Minnesota. Counterpoint. What if it's a really, really powerful sneeze, and it's so powerful the light comes out of my nose? Wouldn't that be weird if when people sneeze, light came out of your nose? (laughs) I mean, I've never been around people enough in the dark to know that it doesn't. True. You know, it's like, uh, do you remember when, I don't know if you ever had these when you were a kid, but uh, the uh, uh, very particular lifesavers or mints, yeah, that like if you crunched on them, they made kind of sparky. Yeah. Uh, uh, lights in your mouth. Bioluminescence, I think. That sounds right. I'd buy that. It's it's definitely not bioluminescence. Yeah. But I suppose in the case of a sneeze, there's kind of an open question of, is that is that uh, an act of triboluminescence, or is it like a catalyst for bioluminescence for a short period of time? Uh, I don't know. It, it depends, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be a really crappy superpower, though. Like, your light comes out of your nose when you sneeze. I mean, it would, uh, you know, make the fire breathers a little jealous, probably. Yeah, except they can have make light and, like, fire. Yeah, but, like, they need extra things to do it. They need okay. a pre-existing flame and alcohol. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant, like, people who their superpower was breathing fire. No, no, I mean mm-hmm. actual, like... Like the magician yeah, People. I suppose, I suppose, yeah, this kind of leads to a question of like, in what boring world? So let's say you have like a standard world like ours. Uh huh. And some people have superpowers, but there's only one superpower available. It's not like, like in, in all superhero things, it's always like everyone has completely different superpowers. You know, when it's mm-hmm. like X-Men, you get like their mutants. So they all like mm-hmm. mutate in different ways, which makes sense. And in, you know, like the MCU or whatever, you get all of the different origin stories of various means. But let's just say that, no, like, there is just, like, a separate, like, just one person has 
or, or some people have a superpower, but it's all exactly the same superpower. There's no variance at all. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, definitely the like sneeze one would be really dumb. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it would also be sort of novel. No, actually, no, I doubt it would, because I bet most people would just be like, that's not, what, that's not a superpower. What are you talking about? People have superpowers, you know? Yeah, like, not everybody can, see can wiggle with their, their ears. eyes. That's, that's not a superpower. <laughs> well, Everyone I, can do that. Or most people can do that. Oh, shoot. I feel like we're getting into the bad area. Uh-huh. Well, uh, well, that's why I went to wiggle your ears, because I feel like <laughs> wiggling your ears is uh, would be similarly <laughs> rare and nominally impressive as being able to shoot any sort of light out of your nose when you sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah are you imagining like like a star wars laser bolt ray of light or like there is like a faint <laughs> glow in your nose when you sneeze because well, then people could glow, but but even if it's a pretty big glow i bet that most people would never know because at least people with manners who cover their noses when they sneeze like you you kind of always close your eyes when you sneeze and then you cover your you cover up your mouth and nose. So maybe we all do that and don't know. I don't think so. Also, I was imagining like really a, what I'm saying is that I want I want to see a video of you sneezing in the dark. Uh, Join our Patreon and you can get a video of Grant. <laughs> is that going to be the two cent tier or something? <laughs> no, it's the you pay us, otherwise we will send all of you a video of Grant sneezing in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> We will spam you with annoying crap that you don't want. Yes. Uh, I feel like that's almost like, like if I were to ever run for political office, most of my stance would be sending a piece of mail like two weeks before the election and with like an out of a clear outline of my stance on things, not just a slogan, a clear outline. And then it'll say, also, you will not receive any more mail from me. I do not have people going door to door, making you hide behind your curtains. Uh, <laughs> I will not send you emails requesting money or have people text you requesting money on my behalf. <laughs> I am so glad that all of that is done now. The uh, barrage of text messages that I was getting daily. I never got that, but I'm pretty sure it's because I'm not I'm not like a registered member of a party. I'm not e I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> You live in the Chicago area. That's what happened to you. <laughs> but it was from Minnesota. Well, okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I wonder so if, like, they'll ever t- if, if people in, you know, the political system like that would ever take anybody off their sort of, let's just call it a mailing list, even though it's not mm-hmm. quite what it is, but their mailing list just because they claim in their text that they live somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Or if they're like all cynical and they're like, man, all these people are saying that they, all of these people who we think are just out of college are now saying that they no longer live in Minnesota. What gives? <laughs> <laughs> That's unheard of. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, unheard of. <sighs> Until you just heard of it just now. That's right. I've been staring at my, so I have a little sort of widget on my uh, menu bar of my computer mm-hmm. that tells me the current frequency of my CPU. Mm-hmm. And it did start changing while I was saying this, but I was staring at it and it was staying consistent at 1.00 gigahertz for like three or four seconds in a row. Wow. It's very weird. Cause normally it's all, it's all like there's a sort of average that it's maintaining, but it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm sure this is already like it's obviously showing me a running average. It's not like it's updating every, you know, uh, every cycle. Of a second, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, every cycle. <laughs> yes, it is. It is not flashing numbers at me <laughs> billions of times a second. <laughs> Wait, Giga, Giga, is Giga a billion? <laughs> I don't actually know. Uh, I don't know. It I'll is, it is billion. I was correct. What, what's Giga then? Is, cause gigawatts, 121 million gigawatts or something? What's that? Or is that just made up one? Uh, I, I, uh, that sounds like someone purposefully mispronouncing the prefix Giga for a joke. That would be my immediate thought there. Wait, do you not know what that's from? No. Oh, sad. What is it from? It's Back to the Future, I think. Or maybe I'm totally wrong. Oh, okay. That sounds vaguely familiar. I've never actually watched. I've watched the first 10 minutes of Back to the Future once many years ago, but I've never watched the whole thing. I'm very Hmm. familiar with its sort of cultural impact. You know, I know that they drive a Mm -hmm. DeLorean. I know that they go at 88 miles an hour. Like, I, I know the basic setup, but because of that... There's never been anything to make me want to actually sit down and watch it at this point. Mm-hmm. I get that, I guess. Yeah, so this is saying, in fact, it, it it addresses this specifically in the Wikipedia article where it says, The prefix giga is usually pronounced in English with a hard G as in get, but sometimes with a soft G as in gin. Oh. So they probably just decided either... Um, what's his face? What's, what's that actor's name? Christopher or something? No idea. I don't know. Um, but the guy who plays, uh, Doc Brown or, is that his name? Did I get that correct? I think so. Okay. We'll go with it. Either said it incorrectly because that was in vogue at the time, because Americans didn't feel like pronouncing metric units correctly, or they determined that that was a way funnier way to say it, which is true. Probably that. Probably that. Huh. What's your what's your favorite uh, metric prefix, Grant? Ooh. Um. Mm, I'm gonna need some time to contemplate this. This is a big one. This is important. <laughs> might be a small one. Oh, I think it's gonna be. I think it might be nano. Hmm. It's just like fun to, but like femto is fun to say. Hmm. It's is way a good more one. fun to say than nano femto, but it's also like kind of useless. At least for yeah. me. I very, very rarely talk in femto anythings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like when we get to very far extremes. So I think, isn't like yada and yakta or something like that? Aren't those prefixes? Something for like, like that. Very big. Um, so those are like fun, but I think my go to is micro. But that's mainly because when you write it, you have to use a mu to denote it like Mm -hmm. it's it's like the only one where it's all of a sudden you're using some greek letter (laughs) yes as part of it and i enjoy that i enjoy writing micrometers yes i also like centa because i feel like i use it for very few things other than meters (laughs) well if you want if you're if we're going for things that are infrequently used then it's like deca and hecta (laughs) well yeah but those are like just not used because they're dumb <laughs> I measure everything in decameters or decameters. Well, you sound <laughs> like you have a really annoying life. I'm glad I don't. I'm not geographically closer to you. I don't know how geographically close are you to me in decameters. 
I don't know, and I don't care because it's a stupid <laughs> thing to figure out. I mean, uh, uh, yes, let me not figure that out because I don't know and I don't care. Yes, and? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you must have been taking it. lessons. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Do you watch some YouTube videos? <laughs> yeah, I did. How to say yes and. I feel like that's the, uh, that's the, definitely the comedy equivalent of people going through uh, all of their schooling, always hearing show don't tell in writing mm-hmm. with no one ever actually expanding on what that means. Mm-hmm. Like I took, I took AP comp in high school and did not leave that class feeling like I understood what show don't tell. Like I, like I get the, I get the idea, you know, I, I sort of understood it at the time ish. Mm-hmm. But it still like doesn't stick in my brain as much as other things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. Well, shall we? Oh, we can. No, I'm looking at the time, and it's like, oh wow, this is like a little early for us. <laughs> like, Let's we, do we've it. Been, Let's do it. We, we've been uh, letting the time slide so much over the past few months that 14 minutes feels like wow. We're really on top of the time today. <laughs> yeah, we are. Oh, let's see if you have a good comic. Brandt has brought Grand Avenue by Mike Thompson. And we have a small girl with very large glasses behind a uh, uh, her grandma who's sitting in an office chair typing at what seems to be a very old-fashioned computer. And the little girl says, Grandma, why don't any of your friends have gray hair like you? And Grandma says, because they color their hair. And we zoom out to a very eccentric building, I would say. A house with uh, yellow walls and blue shutters on the windows. And also <laughs> a conical uh, section off to the right. Or, yeah, it's conical. Uh, covering Is that like a spire? Sorry, I'm shutting up. Yeah, it, yeah, it's um, the top of something. Um but this is just to get us a different view. We are still just focusing on the girl and her grandmother. And the girl says, but don't you want to look younger? And grandma says, age is a state of mind. And the girl says, walking away, you state that you don't mind getting old by going gray? That's admirable. And the grandma looks back a little uh, miffed and says, thanks, I think. <laughs> oh, thanks for the pity laugh. I really appreciate that one, Mark. So that that was that was a true pity laugh. Most of the time, it's it's <laughs> masking a real laugh, but this time it was really like, all right, <laughs> all right. Well, so so going gray is a that's a, a sign of aging, and I feel like throughout the, our time doing this podcast, we've somewhat like kind of chronicled part of our life, and as we've aged. Yeah, in um, fact, on on my way up to San Francisco today, I got some uh, um, just for men touch of gray. Actually, no, or that's a joke. Okay, I was supposed to say, I was like, no way, this is true, but <laughs> never know. Uh, um, no. What was I gonna say? God dang it! Oh, yeah. Um, and so I was just curious if. There's any things in recent time with you, because I'm pretty sure we maybe have talked about this 
before. Mm. What makes you feel old? Anything that makes you feel mm. like you're getting old? Anything I mean, recently? there's there's the standard anytime you sit down and actually consider what year it is and what that means for other things. Mm. Like you think about, you know, okay, but well, some actually some things actually are thinking about. Okay, there are some kids who I was a camp counselor to, and mm. some of them might be in college now, like the middle oh, schoolers wow. that I was a counselor for. Obviously, I counseled some high schoolers who are obviously in college or even graduated at this point. But there are things like that. There's things like the general, even even though I'm not even, obviously neither of us are actually that old. Uh, there's the fact that, you know, I'm not I'm not in touch with the youths. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I can at least, you know, say part of that is due to the fact that even in like middle school and high school, I wasn't either. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you've ever been in touch with the youths. <laughs> I know, but, you know, it's like you you always discount how much you just sort of glean from the world by just being around people. Yeah. And, and when you're in school, that's all school is, is being around many different people, hearing snippets of things, and just kind of forming an impression of everything about that you know even if i didn't play video games growing up very much i was aware of like the general trend of them Mm -hmm. and i was aware of the trend of social media and uh, now i just am not you know like Mm -hmm. i didn't know about tiktok until it started to become something problematic really and things like you know, I was probably, like, vaguely aware of Fortnite. The fact that I, you know, am sometimes on Reddit helps a lot with kind of getting a grasp on things. Yeah. But each of those is also just such a subculture that you also don't know, are these a bunch of people like me enjoying this? Or are they are there actually, you know, like, high schoolers on this, bringing this sort of internet culture into school? You know, or are these totally separate? Mm-hmm. I don't really know. So, yeah, all, all that sort of stuff. But, like... Luckily, I don't feel like there's much day-to-day that makes me feel old, but I think part of that is also that I just don't feel old. Like, I don't feel like a grown-up most of the time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) even though it's like, oh, I've been working a full-time job for two years out of college. It still just, like, doesn't feel like I'm an adult sometimes. Yeah, I get that. And and that's more of an acute sensation than, oh my goodness, I'm I'm getting so old. Mm-hmm. You know, like I joke about that sometimes with people, but that's way less of a strong feeling than I don't feel old at all. Well, I felt old recently. Yeah. I was working on a project. Then I woke up the next day and I was like, oh, my back is so stiff. I figured that we were going this direction. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. figured right. Luckily, I haven't been like, I don't know. Maybe it's like I just don't pay enough attention to my body. But I, I don't get racked with the sort of like aches and pains that people complain about. Mm-hmm. At least like nothing abnormal. Yeah. You know, like I get, you know, various muscle cramps or whatever. Sometimes I've been getting those since I was in like elementary school. That's just a thing mm-hmm. for me. So and also could just be like, I don't push myself that hard. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I don't I don't get that feeling very often. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was going to say, before we, before we circle back to your pain, the other thing that makes me feel old is anchoring my age to my sister's ages. 
So even though, okay, I turned 24 this year, I think. That sounds right. Uh, <laughs> Close enough for jazz. Yeah, maybe that's how I feel old, is not knowing how old I am. Um, yeah, so I turned 24 this year, and that doesn't really feel weird, because it's like, well, I was 23 before, and now I'm 24. So that's just not, that's not weird, because that's like something that's like a subconscious thing is, okay, for a year I'm this age, I get used to that, then I become a new year, but I'm prepared for that mentally, right? But I am not... I do not have a subconscious stream of thought dedicated to the age of my my older and younger sisters. So when it's their birthday and I actually realize, oh dang, my older sister turned like 26 this year. My little sister's turning 23. Like, that's when it hits me like, oh my god. You know, that means like I'm getting older too, you know? <laughs> 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 like, like it's like this anchoring effect of oh my god i'm getting older too <laughs> i realize it with them and then it sort of hits me as a backlash yeah but yes tell, tell me more about your aches and pains uh, on your back well i'm trying to now that i'm thinking about it i feel like it's probably less of like i'm getting older and so like my body is more in pain than it used to be and more of like i'm getting older and doing stupider things with more confidence that causes me to be in pain. Interesting. I feel like that's Maybe the that's direction that most people don't want to go. I know. <laughs> but, or it's just like, I don't know. Because like my back hurt. I know exactly why my back hurt. My back hurt because I was, f- <laughs> excuse me. Um, <laughs> Beep. I'm just going to uh, do that. That way I'll notice it when I'm editing. Because <laughs> I was like, crouched over like sawing some crap it was a project i was working on not important to the story um for like far longer than i should have like Mm. for probably cumulatively in the order of hours so uh, of time and so like yeah yeah, you're in a bad position for your back for that long because you're doing something dumb because you're stubborn and cheap like one second your back's gonna hurt there's a little fruit fly, and then I lost it. Oh, there it is. You dead. I think I got it. Get wrecked. See if I'm two for two in podcast killing flies. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> if you can remember where you were. <laughs> I thought I was at a stopping point, and then you told me to be quiet. So I got no quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so what I was going to say, so you being in a bad position like that, my this is a total guess, so tell me if I'm totally off base here. Oh. <gasps> My guess is throughout like high school and college, it's not like you were doing, at least in this specific instance, this sort of thing on a regular basis. No. So in a certain sense, this is almost like, yeah, you're older, but but this is a sort of novice type thing, you may say. Like you didn't have yes. necessarily the correct setup to do it correctly, and you kind of are just learning to do it better. Same way as like a kid touches a hot stove. You know, you have to experience things sometimes. You're not always going to think of everything ahead. So I feel like this is more like uh, you can view this more as a you're actually still quite young. You're you're still learning. You're still having learning experiences, Grant. And there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe. There's my now positive the... spin for you. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I'll just be quiet so we can keep it positive. <laughs> no, go for it. <laughs> so I'm now that I'm thinking about it more. I'm feeling like maybe the reason that. this happened to me now and hasn't before it's because i have like a close enough setup to make me feel like i can do things but not close enough to be able to do them correctly even though i know how to do them correctly (laughs) 
And so I just suck it up and do them wrong, thinking it's not going to be a big deal. Gotcha. Because it's like, I don't have like a correct workbench height thing to hold things at the correct height to do what I was trying to do, to like cut stuff like I was trying to do. Mm. But I have like a crappy little folding like sawhorse thing that is like about a foot lower than I would like a workbench height thing to be. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's like, it's enough to make me feel like I can do it, but not enough to actually do it right. That, that specific thing reminds me of how I spent my, all of high school using a marimba that was way too low for me. At oh. least by the time I had a growth spurt, like mm-hmm. it never occurred to me cause it was just what I was used to. And I did all of high school doing this. And then it wasn't until I saw a video of me playing senior year. And I, you know, like if you think of like where you would want something like a marimba where you're using your elbows and stuff, mm-hmm. where you would want it to be like, you don't want to be like flexing your wrists all the time. So really it should be like at like belly button level. Mm-hmm. Right. It should be a no and, flex zone. Yeah. And the, the, the main marimba used at school was like definitely like four or five inches below my waist. Yeah. So like, if you watch me play, it's like, I'm never like, I'm, I, it's all just like all the angles are wrong. And like, it's lucky that it's not like I was using that for the rest of my life. Cause I probably would have destroyed my wrists if I were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I can definitely like extrapolating out six years of like, yeah, maybe working over a foot too low sawhorse six years ago may not have been as big of a deal. Or at least it w- maybe would have been something not worth commenting on <laughs> at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now, what, ma- now maybe you're just six years more aware of your mortality. Maybe. Well, and I feel like six years ago, I if I did need to do this, I had a thing that was the correct height because I didn't live on my own where I didn't have fair. something the correct height. Uh, although one may also argue you're now an adult, you're perfectly capable of going out and driving and buying something that's the correct height. <laughs> I know that just like buying a workbench is different, but I'm just saying. Yeah. And also the like, I'm, I'm cheap. I know. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, this correct. is always like, this is, this is the thing though. Now you got it. Now you're, uh, growing up and realizing, Hey, do I want to pay for the right thing now or pay for medical expenses later? <laughs> take your wager (laughs) i know what i'm gonna do we'll keep it a secret though leave leave our listeners in suspense yeah totally that's right join our patreon now so grant can can, so grant doesn't have to pay for doesn't have to ask for more patreon support 20 years from now (laughs) oh god he'll send you a scrap of wood from his most recent project we can do that. Yeah? Will you sign it? I'll make a mark on it that indicates that it was me who cut it. Okay. <laughs> I will not guarantee a signature. Does that mean it's going to be super ragged and gross? No, I can... <laughs> Jeez, they're getting free chunks of wood. Uh, I'm kidding, that would be me. I feel like that would be like... So... <laughs> There is a Dude Perfect series of videos that Aaron and I like to watch called Overtime, where it's basically a sort of variety show that they're doing, as opposed to their usual trick shot videos. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that a new a segment that they've been doing now for a few episodes is called Get Crafty, where the five of them mm. do some sort of craft and then have, uh, you know, 
quote-unquote independent judge come in and judge them. And the mm-hmm. first one was they have a bunch of two-by-fours and stuff, and they have to build a chair. Oh, I saw that! Yeah. That is the only one I've ever seen, but I saw that. And it's hilarious seeing Corey, <laughs> the twin who didn't like hardly did it at all. Uh, it was very funny seeing him fail, but at the same time, I watched it and I was like, "I'm not. I don't think I would have done much better." <laughs> like honestly, yeah. Uh, so I feel like this would be like a very funny. Th- like if we were to ever do an episode in person together, some sort of like craft, like a woodworking activity, Ooh. together would be. Uh, uh, both fun and frustrating for both of us, I think. <laughs> yeah. And that's an activity that would translate great to the audio-only medium. Totally. <laughs> it doesn't have to be, a, like, a stream of all of the video, we can, of all the, of everything. We can just, you know, take certain clips. Mark screaming in anger. <laughs> or agony. <laughs> or sadness. Or that. Despair. Oh, now it's getting dark, okay. If I, if I were, what project would you have us do? Oh, I don't know. I thought we were building a chair. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. <laughs> no, but now you know what it is. It's got to be something to surprise. I don't know. I'm trying no, to think I'm of something. I'm not asking for a surprise. I'm just, yeah, I'm just asking, like, for someone who you know, or for what you know about me <laughs> and what you guess about my abilities, uh, what would you choose? So you're building something out of wood? Mainly, yeah. I mean, I, I'm fine if there's other stuff that you'd like to use that you're familiar with. I don't really care. And it's supposed to be simple, so it feels like it should be easy, but yet difficult enough that you'll fail and it'll be funny, right? I mean, that's uh, I'm asking you. <laughs> I don't know. If that's the criteria, criteria you want to use. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. My, my brain just on chair right now. All I can think of is chair. Because chairs funny because people have to sit in them and fall over. Um, <laughs> like a, a little like coffee table or something or like a, uh, I don't want to say like a desk or like a TV stand or something. Um, oh, make a drawer. That would be hilarious. At least to me, it would be hilarious. <laughs> you had like a, a chest of drawers or whatever and they ha- you have to make a drawer to fit into it. Oh God. Because that would be horrendous. Yeah, that already sounds terrible. It sounds simple. Oh, make a box without one of the sides. Oh, I I know that it would be terrible. Cuz I can already imagine all the things that I'd have that I know that I'd have to account for that I'd account for totally incorrectly. <laughs> like I'm already imagining like, oh yeah, I'd have to pay attention to like the actual rails that it would slide on and making sure that there's proper clearance and everything. Like I like intellectually I'm aware of this, but I wouldn't have the first clue of how to go about actually making it happen. Mhm. That would be the problem. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to like look around my house right now and see if there's anything that I can see. It's like, oh yeah, people could make that. Mm-hmm. Make make like a shelf. Make a shelf. A shelf. Well, I I did do that in sixth grade ETD. Oh wait, like a what would it like a bookshelf? Like a it's got to be like a standalone like cabinety type thing. Sorry, Skype like kind of walked out. What'd you say? Like a standalone cabinety thing. I don't remember what I said. That's not the only words that I remember in my short-term memory. Um, <laughs> what is well, oh, we'll, ca- oh, yeah. we'll catch you in the recording. We'll pretend that I know what you said. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea, Grant. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, huh. I, so now I'm trying to think if there's, like, any analog to uh, doing a woodworking project with you 
that I could have you do with me. That would put me at a distinct advantage. Code, computer, anything. But that would be so boring. Because Build there's a PC? Like, put we together would be on totally, a PC? We would be totally on equal playing field if you not slightly above me on that. <laughs> on putting together a PC? Yeah. Oh. You want to know how much knowledge each of us have on that, I presume? Minus tactic videos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say that I have opened up my desktop and added more RAM before. So at the very least, I can do that. But that's a far cry from putting together an entire system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Write a math problem? I don't think that that would make for very good podcasting, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people like math. Uh, I mean, some people do. I I'm do, just trying to think but... of things that you're better at than me. And it's hard because there's not that many. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Sight read a piece of music. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. <laughs> That's right. 1v1 me in the Rhythm Olympics. Oh, God, no. <laughs> do you remember that? Did you ever have to do those? No, I don't I... Were you in were you in wind all three years or did mm-hmm. you have to be in symphonic band? Mm-hmm. Okay. You were you were cooler. So in some, I think this was in symphonic band sophomore year, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Was Mystery would have us do the Rhythm Olympics and we had this handout. We had it was just a packet of pages of sheet music and all it had was rhythms on it. Just pages and pages of various rhythms mm-hmm. spanning the pages. And it was it was a sort of honor system until the very end when you could, when there were few enough people that you could hear and it was like okay everyone play on like a beat a concert B flat or whatever percussionist just play on whatever instrument you know I think we all maybe we all we all went on mallet instruments I don't remember and it was just okay start on this page on this line and then just continue playing until you make a mistake mm-hmm. and that was it and it was just last person standing got some kudos and I was the last person standing. And I don't remember if I ended up making a mistake or if it was sort of like a, all right, you know, Marcus left, let him play a couple more bars just to prove that he did it, sort of a thing. <laughs> you know, that you, like, is it, cause it could be feasible that someone could just sort of like joke around and just kind of listen around them until, uh, you know, enough people drop out and they kind of like hop back in or something, you know? Mm hmm. But, yeah. Tell a story. Hey, I gotten better at that. I bet I can do that better. <laughs> better than me, or just better in general. Better than I used to be able to. Okay. <laughs> no, I've like legitimately had people who I have now I know, met I since know. high school. Yeah, and they've like complimented me on being such a good storyteller. I feel like there's two aspects of this. One aspect, it, uh, this would be a funny, like, blind comparison thing where, like, we each record something and send it to the other. Yeah. It, like, if we had an actual following and could have people vote on this or something. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> is, like, two versions. One is a completely scripted story. So let's just say, like, something out of, like, you know, scary stories to tell in the dark or something like that, right? Like a short, few-page mm-hmm. campfire story. And we each just like read it out so you have time to prepare. And then the other one, it's like a bullet point of plot points, like mm-hmm. just a short list of like, these are the main things, which is basically how your memory works is like, you know, yeah. the, the start, middle and end of the story you want to tell. And the details in between can just be whatever they need to be as long <laughs> as it doesn't matter that they're uh, changing every time. Right. Mm-hmm. So then that would be the like, who can tell 
this like basic story in the most compelling fashion. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be interesting to like, even if it was just for you and I to like compare notes of just like how how would we approach such a thing? I find I think that'd be really interesting. Mm-hmm. It definitely could be interesting. I would win. Probably not, but maybe. I think you'd have a... I, I definitely... Like, I know that you'd have a better shot than I'm giving you credit for right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and I think, like, dep- it would also depend on the nature of the story. A hundred percent. Like, like I, I'm sure that there are certain ones that just due to your general enthusiasm that beats me out, you'd probably mm-hmm. do a better job. But I think it depends. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Well. You think we should... Th- Move on now that we've managed our time so evenly this week. Sounds great. <laughs> Let's do it. Mark brought Junk Drawer by Ellis Rosen. The scene opens. I guess it, the scene is a desert island. A teeny tiny, I guess, desert island? I'm just saying desert. Probably not actually a desert. It's a teeny tiny island surrounded by a sea of kind of greenish looking water with a single tree on it and two raggedy looking men look like they've been trapped there or something. One says, actually, there's nothing funny about any of this. Sweet. I'm not going to pity laugh because it's not funny. As it said. I know. Do you get it? Uh, I'm trying to get it. So the joke is... So, two guys are stranded on a desert island. How many jokes start in something of that fashion? That's a joke. Oh, okay. Um, but what I wanted to point out... What do you notice about these two fellows? They're both wearing poor clothing choices to be stuck on a desert island without much shade. Uh... They they really should be covered up more unless they want to get a nasty sunburn. Like, they should be wearing longer pants and longer sleeves, maybe have a hat. So they look kind of like they're inferior in terms of their dress sense. Also, the jagged edges at the bottom of their shorts appear to imply that they once wore pants. Potentially. All I was going to point out is that one of them is brown-haired, one of them is blonde. Is that what so you were asking, actually going to point out? So so I was wondering, if if the two of us were stranded on a deserted island like this... Wait, 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 go back. Is that actually what you were trying to point out? Because I thought this was you taking a shot at me about shorts. No. Oh. That's all That's all I was going for. Now I feel is real clearly these are the, this is This is the two of us. The only <laughs> difference is that if we were to be like stranded from a flight... I w- I'm dressed more or less accurately to how I would wind up several days after being stranded on an island, and you just happen to not be wearing your sport coat, <laughs> <laughs> which you would obviously be having over your head the entire time so that you didn't get too sunburned. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was just, when I saw this comic, I just was thinking, how would we fare together on such a situation? The main Please. things being... We're alone together, and there's a stunning lack of space here. Mm-hmm. So let's take it for granted that you're cool enough to figure out how to get us water, and there is some amount of food on here. So, like, we don't, we're not, I'm not asking who eats each other first, right? Uh, 
I'm just asking, how would we, how do you think we'd entertain ourselves for days on end without going, well, without too quickly devolving into insanity? Oh, God, I have no idea. I was going to preface anything with, well, assuming we didn't piss each other off enough that we end up killing each other. (laughs) But I guess that's really the question is, how would we try to not piss each other off enough that we would kill each other? (laughs) I think we'd have to, like, make some sort of game or something. Like, if we're on a desert island like this, hopefully that tree is a bit bigger than it looks, and so it gives Mm -hmm. us some shade. Well, yeah, I mean, clearly there's no, like, there's no shadow anywhere in this entire thing, so the artist's rendering is not quite accurate. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like we'd have to make up some sort of a game or, like, something to occupy ourselves with. Like, I don't know if there are any, like, little rocks we could play, like, rocky bocce ball type thingamajob, I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so you're going for, like, physical stimulus right away. Yeah, because I feel like I'd get annoyed with dealing with you and mental stimulus. (laughs) <laughs> like counting Fibonacci numbers or something. <laughs> Fair enough. Because the fir- naturally the first thing that came into my mind was playing like pencil and paper games just in the sand. Oh, I guess that works. There would be, there definitely would be some of that. Because it's not like we could play bocce rock <laughs> for hours <Bocce> on end. <laughs> Gosh, we should be a on such a small that. island. That would be pretty dull. <laughs> Who can get it closest? We threw this two feet. Who can get it closest? <laughs> yeah. And then inevitably someone would throw their rock in the water and then we'd be uh-huh. done. Well, it's not like we can't go in the water. Oh, yeah. Good, good. I don't know. This water looks kind of toxic. <laughs> it looks it's way more green impression. than I remember oceans being. I don't know. But yeah. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Like, what kind of sort of like pen and paper games, though, are they? though? I feel like most of them would make me annoyed. I feel like we couldn't play games that were competitive. So I feel like I'd get annoyed with you really quick. Well, I definitely know some that are like, there's technically a strategy, but I don't know it. And mm-hmm. uh, like, it's just kind of like an idle kind of game. So like, there there are pen and paper games that are the equivalent of what tic-tac-toe was when you were a kid. Which when you were a kid, until you learned actual strategies for it, it was essentially random. Mm-hmm. Most kids like the symmetry of playing in the middle uh, to start, even though it's not actually really the correct winning move <laughs> in mm-hmm. most situations. But they don't know that. But eventually you'll learn, like, okay, yeah, you can pretty much always tie whoever. Whether you're going first or second, you can at least play to a tie if you're going first. You can win if you memorize how to win, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not that interesting. But there are similarly simple games that... I think are way more fun, but you know, aren't there's no like obvious strategy to playing them because of the way that they kind of play out mm-hmm. is a bit more complicated. I feel like we need a cooperative game. Hmm. That would be good because if you're stranded on a desert island together, you need good teamwork. And I feel like that would I, breed camaraderie and teamwork and working togetherness. I, I like that idea and maybe it's not it doesn't matter that we'd definitely devolve into a joint insanity then because if it's a cooperative game we have to be cooperating against something and there's not much to play against here the tree exactly (laughs) there'd be something that would form up as like the nemesis of our lives (laughs) palmy mcpalm face the tree god (laughs) oh goodness gracious 
Well, let's just hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, fingers crossed. And toes, too. Mm. It's important. Don't want them sunburned. <laughs> what? How that? Oh, I guess it would stop one of them, whichever one's on bottom. Unless yeah, you're upside like down. It's better to, you know, if they're all uncovered, then they're all going to get sunburned. But if you cover at least a little bit sometimes, then it'll be not quite as bad on others for sometimes, right? Yeah, but what if you're laying on your side and you have them all, like, in a line? Then they'd all be shaded by the, like, top toe. I mean, yeah, but that doesn't help. I mean, for the toes specifically, I suppose. But, like, I wouldn't want to risk sunburning the bottom of my feet. That sounds awful. that would be... That does sound awful. (laughs) Oh, especially on sand? Uh Uh-huh. The sand's going to be bad enough. 